0: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to today's episode. I'm recording this episode on my brand new mic and I'm going to tell you right now that I feel super cool. I This podcast is just going to be the most epic just because this mic is the most epic. So there's your warning. Just letting you know I'm just like I'm super pumped. We have upgraded. We have up-leveled. You probably can't tell a difference at all on your end, but I just, I feel I feel like this is great. Big moves, big moves. Celebrate the small wins, right? Just like I say in your fitness journey, I'm gonna do that today on my podcast. Thank you for being here today. We are gonna talk about a couple of things that I wish I knew before starting my fitness journey. And I'll be honest, there are a lot of things that I wish I knew before starting my fitness journey, today we're going to just talk about a couple of things. Um I get these topics from of course my clients that ask me things or things that I'll watch or hear someone say and I'll catch myself thinking like, "Thank God, I don't think like that anymore." Or I will think like, "Oh no, I need to I need to help you and let you know that that's not how it really works." Um so, these are just a couple things, but that's where I get them from. They are tried and true things that I know I definitely thought about. I'm sure you think about my clients think about, and I just want to explain to you why they don't really matter or why they don't matter as much or why you shouldn't focus on them. So I am excited. There are four things we're going to cover today. So number one is your calories burned during a workout. They do not They do not really matter. Having a goal with your workout is important, but a certain number of calories burned should not be that goal. You should not shoot to burn 200, 400, 500 calories during a workout. In fact, I often tell my ladies not to look at their calories burned at all. I guess you could look at the number, but don't relate it with anything of importance. You burn more calories throughout the day than you do in your workout. So your calories burned during a workout is actually just a really small number of calories in relation to the number of calories that you burn throughout the day doing your normal activities. This may come as a shock to you. I have never once tracked my calories burned during a workout. I had an Apple Watch that I used for a while and I would start it and it would, I think, like go to my phone or like it would carry over into my fitness Pal which is a terrible idea. Um, This is a long time ago. And of course I would look at the number and I had no idea what it meant, to be honest with you. But, you know, remember those days where like, if you didn't track your workout or like post a picture to social media, you know what, those days are now. Those are current days, Christy. Um, For me, though, that was a season where like, if I didn't track it or, you know, if my watch didn't tell all of my friends that had watches that Christy finished her workout, Whatever the case may be, it was like, if I didn't track it, then it didn't happen. Um, But I'm, I'm done with that. So if you think about it, you look at the calories you burn during a workout. And do you even know what that means in relation to your goals? I didn't. Sure, you might be in a competition, like I said, with someone at work or your friends or have those stats on your Apple Watch. That was me. But do you really know what that calorie number is even good for? Like, oh, good for me. I beat so-and-so today and burned more calories in my workout than they did. But what does that even mean? You might even be attaching that number to a reward or some satisfaction. You might be thinking things like, I just burned off that snack I ate earlier. Or I've heard people say, I'll have to run that snack off later. So they're like associating their work with a reward or their work with food or it will allow you to have that snack after dinner because you quote unquote earned it, which is a terrible mindset. So tracking these calories can actually do more harm to you than good. You do not have to work to earn your food or you don't have to earn your food at all. You actually get food. Your body needs food. So if you are doing a competition or a show, building, bodybuilding, things like that, It definitely does matter in certain things. But for the ladies that I coach, for us, quote unquote, normal human beings, it really doesn't make any difference. But I do want you to know what that number means. Knowledge is ultimately power and it is how you will reach your goals. And so that number doesn't mean much. And here's why. Here's the truth. If you're not eating enough to fuel your body... You're actually causing more harm than good by burning a lot of calories during a workout. And this was me, and this is a lot of like the cardio bunnies out there. This is you. If you are not eating enough and you're trying to burn, 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 you're doing more harm than good because you're not, you already are not feeding your body enough. And then you're using the little fuel it does have to fuel your workout, and that's not great. So here's a quick lesson on that. If your body requires, let's say, This is just an example. If your body requires 1,800 calories to thrive daily, to survive, to thrive, to live, to function, and you are only eating 1,300 calories, you're already short 500 calories. Then let's say you burn 300 calories during a workout. You are now 800 calories short for the day. Your body is low on fuel, baby. You will not lose weight or build a badass toned body by starving your body and working harder. Your body will actually be storing fat to make up for that 800 calorie shortage to even survive. And so the goal here is to work smarter, not harder. So if you're going to track something, I would rather you worry about your overall calories and protein amount Certain things are just a waste of time and you they don't move the needle at all in terms of helping you reach your goals. So calories burned during a workout don't matter. It's something I used to focus on. I didn't understand. And I want to make sure that you know that that is not something that is holding you back from you know, achieving the body that you want. If you're working out and you're thinking, I'm not burning enough calories, that's why I'm not seeing the weight loss or the fat loss. That is simply not true. Number two, you do not need a variety of workouts to see results in your fitness journey. Mixing up your workout constantly is stalling your progress. Changing up my workouts at the beginning of my fitness journey and my workout programs often was the reason I wasn't seeing results right away or at all in my fitness journey. Was I seeing some changes in my body Yes, but I was seeing some, when I started lifting weights, I was seeing some muscle gain a little bit, Um, but most of what I was seeing results from was honestly starting to hit my calories and understand food. I was changing up my workouts so often, making sure that I was not repeating my workouts really hardly ever in a month, and that was not good. When you're changing up your workouts so often, your body can't adjust to what you're doing and your body needs consistency. So in order to have the badass toned body that you want, you need to build enough muscle and burn enough fat so that you can see the muscle that you are building. So if you are just building muscle, but you're not losing fat, and if you do have fat on your body, it will be like an extra layer, right? in between your muscle and your skin that is like keeping you from seeing that muscle. And so you wanna build muscle, you wanna burn fat so that you can reveal this toned looking body. And the way that you build muscle is by doing the same movements consistently. The way you get faster, if you wanna be a sprinter or a runner in general, the way you get faster is to do that over and over and over so your body gets used to that and can do it better, can do it with more ease. And so the same thing goes for your workouts. In order to build muscle, you want to be working that muscle group consistently. You don't want to be mixing it up so often that you're not even hardly hitting the same muscle group often enough for it to even grow. And so a lot of people will think that they need to change it up. And you do, like I've talked about here recently, you need to see results and you have to be having fun but you do not need to be changing up your workout routine. I remember of course I've got to talk about this. Back in my beach body days there was like the dancing routines and there's some yoga and there's the kickboxing routines and there's some weightlifting routines and there's cardio and it it those I think that mentality of just like what's next? What's next is always was always keeping me from seeing results for sure and it could be keeping you from seeing results too. It has to be consistent. So the variety of workouts doesn't matter. In fact, the more simple and the less variety of workouts you have, the better off your results will be. And trust me, when it's something that you don't have to think about all of the all the time, what's coming next? What workout should I do? What workout have I not done in a while so I can do that today? Make sure that I do that one. All of that stuff being on your mind all the time, it's just it's taking up real estate in your brain. And once you can simplify that, It becomes so much better. Number three, the time of day that you eat does not affect your weight loss or fat loss. So generally, it does not matter what time you eat. First thing in the morning or before bed is fine. The only reason I would say before bed isn't fine is if it messes with your sleep. If digesting food for you causes your body to, sometimes even myself, actually this happened earlier, Um, My stomach is rumbling and it's driving me crazy. So if that's causing you to be able to not sleep because your body does use energy to digest your food. And so if that's causing you to stay awake or if there's certain foods that bother your stomach that helps or that keeps you from sleeping, that would be the only time. Obviously, it's not fine to eat before bed. But as far as weight loss, fat loss being affected from that, it doesn't matter. In fact I like to have a little food in my system right before I go to bed so that my body can be running efficiently even through the night because protein is the hardest macro for your body to digest. Your body actually uses a lot of energy to digest protein and so if you eat protein if I eat protein right before bed, my body is working during the night to digest that protein and I'm actually burning a few calories burning a little bit of fat, if you want to say. So it's not a terrible thing. It doesn't matter if you eat five to six meals a day. It doesn't matter if you eat three big meals a day. It doesn't matter if you have snacks. I have clients that do both depending on their schedule and either way you can, you can hit your fitness goals. What is most important is that you hit your macros and calories. It's not most important when you eat them. So my eating schedule has changed through the years. Of course, when I used to work at the salon, I was doing hair all day, and I I only had, you know, twenty minute breaks max, unless I had a no show. Uh, you know, if I'm doing a highlight, then that person's hair had to process for twenty minutes, so I would be cramming in a lot of food in those twenty minutes. Otherwise, I wasn't getting a lot of breaks, and so if you have a job, nursing, something like that, where you don't get regular breaks or a set schedule, then it's really hard for you to eat five six meals per day but that's fine. Don't tell yourself like, Oh, I'm a hairstylist, so I can't hit my goals. And you just have to, you know, change it up and make, see what works for you. There's no rhyme or reason making it work for you is best. And then when I stopped cutting hair and I started working from home, doing what I do now, it was like, Oh, now I have access to food all freaking day. So I have to kind of, you know, figure that out. Another thing is like when my kids are in sports in the evenings. What do I take to those sporting events to be able to eat, to hit my macros? I do have to switch around because I snack a lot, period. I snack a lot during the day, but when my kids are at, in sports in the evenings, I like to snack at those. So I take my daytime snacks, turn them into nighttime snacks, and I have to eat more meals during the day. So it's just about switching it up and you know, doing what works for you. But the time of day that you eat does not affect your weight loss or fat loss. It, I know you've heard of intermittent fasting, carb cycling. There is some benefits to that, especially depending on the person. But again, for the general individual, it's not necessarily going to get to your goals. It's like another distraction that's keeping you from just doing the basics and doing the work that's actually going to get you results. Number four is heart rate zones. This is something that I used to focus on a lot too. I swear it's these goddamn smartwatches and fitness trackers make us think that we're like, need to focus on all these little numbers, the heart rate zones and the calories burned and all of the things. And I'm not saying that those things are terrible. It just, it does kind of take our mind off of what's actually, I shouldn't say important. All of it is important. Of course, heart rate zones are important, but for the general individual, again, For the normal human being who doesn't understand macros and isn't eating enough or isn't doing the right workouts, isn't managing stress, sleep, water, then your heart rate zone isn't going to matter. Like you're not just not hitting your goals because you're in the wrong heart rate zone. So it's one of those things that sure, it's important and it matters. And you should definitely like, you know, track those things and know how your body works, But in regards to fat loss for the normal person, it's not something that you should put a lot of focus on. That all of these things are not something that you should put a lot of focus on. So, but let's talk about. So heart rate zones are not something. God, I used to just like look at my smartwatch all the time and be like, I don't even know what it meant. I'm just looking at this, thinking like I'm probably not supposed to be in this high for this long. And so, doing your research on heart rate zones is really important. I'm not going to get into the logistics of that, but you can just Google "are heart rate zones important for weight loss. That's probably what I would Google um, and read all about them because there is some good information in there, but I'm not going to get into that. I'm not an expert on that. But what I will tell you is that what most of my ladies want to know is about the fat burning heart rate zone. And I think most of the ladies that come to me and ask that are thinking that the fat-burning heart rate zone is like your maximum heart rate zone. Like you want to be just killing it and overworking and really tired that that's your fat rate. What am I trying to say? Fat-burning heart rate zone, and it's not. So I do wanna talk about that a little bit just so you kind of get an idea of what kind of exercises are best. Because I remember thinking, hit training is best I need to keep my heart rate up I need to always be God do you remember insanity from beachbody I'm not knocking that program of course but like once you do a once I did a program like that then I thought anything less if I was working any less hard than that which is every program because insanity is so hard so after I did that and I did a like the next workout program I tried, I wasn't breathing as hard. I wasn't out of breath. I thought I'm not working as hard. My heart rate isn't up as high. I'm not seeing results. I have to be sweating and killing myself and dying. And that's not true. So I think that's kind of where this gets associated. But just for reference, the fat burning heart rate zone is typically 64 to 76% of your maximum Heart rate, so that's actually not as high as you would think. This can, of course, depend on your age, and your diet, and your fitness level, of course. So, your resting, your average resting heart rate when you're not active, resting, for adults is 60 to 100, and your fat burning zone is actually 64 to 76. So it's not, it's not as high as you think. When your resting heart rate is 60 to 100 beats per minute, so. When you exercise, your heart rate quickens as your heart pumps blood to your muscles. In order to sustain your elevated heart rate, your body burns fuel to make energy. Research does show that when the heart beats between 64 to 76% of its maximum heart rate, the body burns fat as its primary fuel source this is actually a relatively low heart rate. Many people can even continue to like have a conversation during this level of intensity. So the insanity program that I was doing where I could not have a conversation during that workout for sure. So that was not my fat burning heart rate zone. That was over my fat burning heart rate zone, which means that my body was using carbs for its fuel source instead of fat. And that is not what we want. So, if you are someone who thinks you have to work harder and be sweating all of the time to be able to burn fat, that is not true. So, what does matter when it comes to having a badass body and unfucking your fitness? The basics taking it back to the basics i know it's not sexy but a lot of us don't have a really good foundation we don't really understand everything and i don't even understand everything so taking it back to the basics is what really really will drive your fat loss will drive your muscle building will get you that toned body that you're looking for and the way that you do that honestly is going back to the basics and i know that these are things that we are trying to get away from we're trying to Find a supplement or a shake or a pill or something that we can take to basically get away with not doing the work that it takes to get fit and healthy, but there's no way around it. So these are the things that you do need to focus on to build your badass, sexy body and just be healthy and fit and have an efficiently running body. Number one, you need to feed your body. Calories and macros matter. Figure them out and start to hit them consistently. Number two, build your body. Lift weights at least four times a week. Add in a little hit in cardio for heart health. Make sure you're doing the same workouts on repeat or the same exercises on repeat so your body can adjust and grow. And number three, be kind to your body. Get enough sleep, manage your stress, and drink enough water. And that's it. Feed your body, build your body, and be kind to your body. Honestly, That's it, that is it, babes, that's all we gotta do. I know it's not sexy, I know it's not always fun. I know just starting out, it's hard to know exactly what to focus on and there are a lot of shiny objects, but when it comes down to it, those are the three things that really, really matter. And those are the things that will help you to see the results that you want. So taking it back to the basics, don't focus on the shiny objects do the basics consistently, and you will start to see the changes in your body and in your life that you want to see. So if you know of a friend who needs to hear this episode, and I know that you do, please share this podcast with them too. And I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's show. Go ahead and leave a rating and a review. And of course, follow the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And I would love it so much if you came to connect with me over on Instagram at Christy Castillo Fit. I will see you next time.